When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to Real Vision Crypto. Today with me, we have Francis Hunt, the market sniper, the crypto sniper, back to share his insights on what's going on with macro markets and crypto markets. Francis, welcome back to Real Vision. Thank you so much for having me again. It's always a pleasure having you on. You always share bombshells, great information. And I want to get into first the dollar markets because the dollar is one of the largest driving factors in all markets. And we recently released this explainer where Damien Horner and Roger Hurst from Real Vision Creative Studios, they released a video, a one minute explainer about the dollar and the euro and being at par. This is a 20 year low in the euro versus the dollar. It's a 20 year low in the yen versus the dollar. And pretty much every other country and every other currency is getting impacted too. So, so other currencies are going down and the dollar is just getting more and more value. Yeah. I'm mentioning this because the last few times that you were on, you had mentioned dollar strength as a result of Fed policy. Where do you see the dollar heading? What's going on with the Dixie? Yes. So we've been, uh, we tend to go have macro big, big calls. So sort of 19 going into 20, uh, 21, it was the oil short, the, the gold long. Um, and coming into this year, so coming in from 21 um, and around about mid 21 into uh, September, we were saying that the Dixie looks like it's about to start a very substantial move in the dollar's favor, uh, especially against the yen and against the euro, which we charted uh, separately and independently, but are part of that index. Uh, and the, the dollar strength, it also was one of the reasons why we've been tiny bit less popular in the crypto community since the 55K level on the basis that we've biased to the bear side and we've tended to find and be more prone to see continuation to the downside, which I'm sure we'll get into later um, as a result of this. We also looked at the debt markets, which looked like they'd done a very violent turn. This we were engaged in already in the 20, the scale of the retrace when you look at log scale. So debt and FX markets work very close in hand because anytime you have a difference in monetary policy, you mentioned uh, the, the Fed there and central banks, it starts to express itself both in the debt and then in the currency uh, markets. And this has been a dollar driver. So our macro dollar index chart um, has always been uh, one of expectation of strength. So if I just uh, bring up the charts for everyone to have a little look, you can see how we have viewed the world. This one I have done a number of times over the last a uh, year and a half that I've been appearing with you. Uh, and it's uh, put the case that we are in this channel of upside. In fact, I may just uh, log scale that because uh, such a big chart, it's a monthly chart of the dollar index. You have a three impulse falling wedge that we've highlighted that brought you up to around 213. You had the first major upside break that went with 1415. That was the collapse of oil simultaneously. You can see how dollar strength and oil, um, there's that obvious adversarial relationship Relationship. And then this has been a continuation. I'll just re-highlight it because there's already quite a few annotations on there. This has been our default view and it's continued to be that this is an upside continuation. And we still have, in answering your question, which is 
Francis, what's going to go down with the dollar? Whilst on the smaller timeframes, we're actually witnessing an element of pullback. Overall, this still has unfinished business for a target that we're expecting on the 111 side, plus the potential for overperformance in that. In the same way, uh, this structure where you see the number three had uh, a, to a target up top here, taking you back up to in and around the 100 levels, 97, 100 levels, before resting for a while and now winding up again. So overall, our primary scenario is a bias a, a strength to dollar, which ends up battering the debt and the currencies of all the other nations. So in terms of the Great Reset, we we are sympathetic to uh, the Brent Johnson's uh, dollar milkshake theory that the, the system fails on dollar strength first battering the other currencies, because that is what, as I'm wearing my tracking shirt today uh, in the sand, that is what the money flow in terms of charts are indicating to us. So this upside break uh, on the dollar index still has further to go. But on the shorter time frames, remember, we're on a monthly chart now, we're compressing in years into small segments, we expect further uh, dollar strength after a short period of rest, which I'm happy to drop down onto the lower time frames and give you. But let me let you unpack that first before I uh, continue. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, so that was really interesting. You had mentioned the debt and uh, other markets, emerging markets, foreign markets. And I, this is something that you've also brought up, you know, quite frequently is, you know, that Forex is the new crypto markets. And I wanted to touch on that as well. What do you see going on with Forex markets? How is the dollar reacting there? Well, right on the smaller timeframes, if we take that macro view, and remember, positioning with a macro is the smartest thing to do. So don't be tempted to short the dollar on um, the, the, the in-between periods. I, I, you know, you have three options, do nothing, be long or be short. Uh, overall, stand back when you're having pullbacks in the Dixie, for example, as we are getting now. So we had this rising wedge, you might have seen, you had a pop out the top, which is quite typical. And you can see since then, uh, this is a daily chart just to get the timeframes right. Uh, the last day that was 14th July, then the 15th, 16th, 17th are all very much in a retrace pullback category. Um, but the resumption of trend is genuinely your best friend. Continuation is the game, not reversal calling. Plus, as I've already mentioned, those macros have bigger targets. We assume success unless we get real validating reversal patterns on a big time frame. As yet, this is just a pullback. And as you can see, we've already experienced a number, some even bigger scale. We had quite a sustained pullback here during the May month from when we hit the 105. Key levels of significance, 105 high there, bang, next thing you know, you pull back. Then you properly take the 105, but you can't hold it. Another pullback period. Then we got a little squeeze on the shorter time frame, and we were aggressively leveraged long uh, trading that. Remember also that some of the two big constituents uh, outside of the pound and the Swiss franc is the euro itself and the JPY. And both of these in terms of economic policy, uh, the Eurozone just recently came out with their stabilization mechanism, clever transmission 
funny phrase, uh, which sounded awfully like a yield curve control that the Japanese have. Um, so you're talking about the narrative slowly comes to you that actually they want to hold up or need to sustain their debt market, and they may have to do certain activities to help proliferate uh, uh fiat to sustain debt because essentially money is borrowed into existence and the failure of the debt markets would be the failure of the, the entire system as, as a whole. So they're going to keep needing to be more dovish. They might talk tough, but actually I think the Fed is, is going to be the stronger and I'm expecting a super spike. You've seen it on the Korean one, um, our expectations there, uh, and that is behind the yen that is, is right uh, here. But why are we going to rest now? Well, well, I want to highlight this because this is seminal. We, a couple of times we came on to Real Vision and said this yen has got 136 target to do. And this comes out of a really macro uh, structure where you're effectively we're in a holding pattern for an extended period, squeezing and squeezing. So these targets gave 136 for us. And that's why we said, look, you're probably going to have a little rest. And that's kind of what uh, we're going into now. Whilst at that 136 target, once again, we're on the back of the monthlies, the high time frame. If I take you back onto the lower time frames, you can see we had a smaller final little squeeze. So often when you're at that main target level of 166, which was over here, you then got another little squeeze and you get a little bit more at the bottom of the tin. And that took us up to the 138 target. So we closed this trade. This was on live trading day. In fact, the payrolls of uh, last month triggered that. Uh, and then you were home. And since then, a little bit of a pullback. But going back up to the eight hour, it's a rising wedge. We get, we're squeezing up higher. I want to warn people, however, rising wedges don't only uh, break down. Um, you could rest. We have three alternatives. So it's very much a decision time for dollar moment. We have what we call the three impulse rising wedge that I'm referring to. And I'll just highlight it nice and clearly for everyone to see because there's a lot of annotations on here. Big first impulse. Here's your secondary one where you squared up a little bit and you did that final squeeze up that's now giving you a third impulse inside of this wedge. Now, the big question, the million dollar question, the $10 million or maybe the trillion dollar question is what comes out of this. Traditional technical analysis tends to err for a, a, a sell off and maybe a longer pause. So maybe through the summer, we back off the narrative on. Uh, outlier dollar dominance, and that reemerges later. Longer run, however, um, we're going to be dollar bulls, and I'm going to avoid going into the short side on the dollar. So quite a long answer, but I hope that helps give you some guidance across a number of timeframes and also across the USD uh, JPY. And one final point before I finish, however, is it's absolutely typical after a parity run, we expected a rally. So that is going to be a headline grabber. In fact, we had a smaller structure here that literally gave us the, the parity run that we also did share on uh, Twitter. Very flat bottom, idealized inverted HVF structure. And you get your parity run there. And then what's happened? You get a rally. But overall, stay with the boss. Hey, if you like this clip, be sure to check out the full interview and more only on realvision.com forward slash crypto. It's 100% free. Sign up now.